episode in our series, Trying Something New. We're talking to women who've made a career change or picked up new skills post 40. As the retirement age rises, many of us will work into our 60s and even 70s. Time to channel Eos, the Greek goddess of new beginnings, with her insatiable desire for love and adventure. Sounds good? Okay, so are we retraining or rethinking? We want to hear about how you did it, why you did it, and was it worth it? Our guest today is Selena Whitehead. Selena has worked all around the world and is an education specialist with over 20 years of experience. Beginning her career overseas as a youth volunteer in a family welfare clinic in India, she went on to work in Hong Kong with the Vietnamese boat people, with Save the Children in Cambodia, and back in the UK for the Volunteer Service Overseas, the VSO, where she established two new recruitment bases in Kenya and the Philippines. Selena did her BA degree in politics and East Asian studies and also has a master's from the LSC in social policy in developing countries. As a qualified citizenship teacher, Selena has been involved in training and hands-on teaching in different capacities for over 20 years. Today, Selena works for Amazing People Schools, which is an online learning platform that works to support the delivery of character education and well-being in schools through the retelling of stories of amazing people from history. Welcome to the podcast, Selena. We're delighted to have you. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be invited. You see, I want to ask Selena all about her career you've just described around the world. <laughs> but maybe we'll do that another time. But today we're talking about cold water swimming. It's my yes. response yes. to that. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so you have access to lots of cold water ponds, rivers and the sea. Not too far from you in York. So I wanted to start quickly with a couple of stats. Um, so in the UK, on average, about 7.5 million people go swimming in open water every year. In the 2017-18 uh, period, when they surveyed people, that was only 4.1 million people. So it's gone up like three plus million people, one of which is you, Selena. Indeed. Yeah. Out of these 7.5 million people, about 2.1 million preferred to swim in open bodies of water. So we're not just, you know, Lido lights like me. And then of those who started the sport in 2020, so during lockdown, about 75% chose to continue swimming through the winter months. So this is what's so fascinating is about mm -hmm. the whole cold water aspect, which we want to pick your brain on. Okay. Okay. Yep. Let's just Let's just take this back a bit. 7.5 million people go swimming in open water. 11% of the total population. Really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so if I'm in a room with 10 people, one of these people goes cold water swimming. Well, yeah, you're in a room with three people and two of them go cold water swimming. <laughs> oh. But presumably that includes people who are on holiday in the summer and go for a dip in Cornwall. That's a yeah, good point. Yeah, presumably that's a whole... Oh my God, that's me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you're there, three out of... Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I didn't realise. Yeah. I'm part yeah. of the 11%. Because yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Selena, that I hate the cold. I hate cold yeah. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the idea. I love swimming outdoors. I am one of those people who swims in the sea twice a year on holiday. It has to be a really hot day. I'm a big baby going into the water. But once I'm in, I'm fine. And I'm always pleased I've done it. But yeah. the thought of doing this regularly... Well, yeah. you know, I'm all ears, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. So tell us, how did it start for you? Well, I think I used to be uh, where you were, Caroline. I think I used to be a big, you know, a big baby. We've established that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find polite ways of saying that. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> big baby's fine. 
So uh, I spent part of my childhood in the Lake District, and we certainly spent a lot of summer days by lakes and by rivers particularly actually more than the lakes in, in lots of ways um, and we would always go for a swim and it just kind of wasn't it wasn't even cold water swimming then was it it was just called going swimming and then didn't really think about it for years so I'd sort of swim exactly as you're saying Karen really on holiday um, in the summer would never ever thought about it doing it and um, anything sort of more than that and very much felt that I too couldn't do that wasn't able to do that felt the cold too much was too frightened um, yeah just just didn't fill fill me with any enthusiasm enthusiasm at all and then a friend said that she was off to Alathorpe which is a local man-made lake um, east of York and uh, and I said oh I really fancy doing that so I don't know what subliminal this is probably May 21 so I don't know quite what had happened something there must have just been more articles more sort of awareness around also, you know too many may, lockdowns may 2021 yeah. we all went a bit mad didn't we for yeah a year. I think that's right yeah. I think that's right yeah absolutely and suddenly it was like yeah you could do it and you're in the open air and so that's what started it really so we started going and and a few of the girlfriends joined us and uh we swam uh maybe once a week and we we swam in 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 swimming costumes over the summer but then very very quickly got into wetsuits and 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 went right through to i can't remember when they stopped maybe december early december and then they had a christmas day one and we had a christmas day and at about that time about december 2021 um, a local guy who has some fishing farms had put something on facebook and said i'm thinking of converting uh, one of the lakes to to cold water swimming Could, would some people come and trial it out for us and see how it was and now this place is moments away from my house and it was a complete game changer so we went along for the trial absolutely loved it it's totally gorgeous and we went on on new year's day and a friend and uh, and, and i decided that we were going to ditch the wetsuits on on new year's day and Ooh, not too madness. bad <laughs> i know it sounds mad but bear with me bear with me so i think that we had realized that the that yes of course you can swim for slightly longer if you're in a wetsuit but actually for me it's about the getting warm afterwards as quickly as possible and as you will know if you've worn a wetsuit it's a pain in the you know, to get changed afterwards, you get colder and colder and colder, yeah. fighting with the darn thing. So then it was like a toss-up about sort of, well, you get marginally more time in the water, but you still get cold. And then you get so much colder afterwards because it takes you so much longer. So anyway, for that reason, and I guess for a little bit of, you know, well, we'd seen a lot of other predominantly women also swimming just with hats and gloves. And, and I think we kind of felt like that was where we wanted to go. So... So we did. We leapt in on, on, on New Year's Day and, and didn't look, look back. So, so we, do, we are do now... So do you literally yeah. leap in? No, I didn't. I, I sort of leapt in on New Year's Day because it was New Year's Day and we're all a bit giddy. But, um, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I know that's very much not the advice of what you're, of what you're supposed to do. But it is a fairly st- steep gradient, actually. So you are fairly rapidly in. <laughs> uh, no. Now, now we sort of... We, we, we now sort of peter at the edge and we stand there and pretty much every time we go, it's really cold, isn't it? It really is cold. And that initial bit, I don't think gets any easier, whether it's 10 degrees like it was this morning or the summer where it's, you know, 18 degrees. It's still that initial bit still feels, oh, why am I doing this? This yeah. is crazy. So I, I mean, Selena, I go swimming regularly in my local swimming pool, which allegedly is heated, but not to my levels. And I love... You know, I love, I, I'm always keen to go. And when I start swimming, I feel great. 
But even in an indoor heated swimming pool, when that cut water yeah, hits yeah. my arms, yeah, 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 my yeah, arms, yeah. and it you no, know absolutely. laps absolutely. around my neck, and I and I just think, oh, I just I dread it. I'm walking around the side of the pool thinking, I yeah. hate the getting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, and I don't. Yeah, absolutely, that's the same. There is something. I'm not a scientist, but there is something to do with where nerves are collated at the top of your neck, which oh. are supposed. That's actually the bit that kind of it really. I'm just sticking here and we're on a podcast it's the bit that kind of sort of sparks you off and and kind of goes beezing you know that bit at the top of your neck so for some people it hurts and for some people it's just to zing but actually that's the bit that you need to get the cold water onto and that's actually also one of the disadvantages I'm not putting anybody off wearing a wetsuit but that is one of the disadvantages of wearing the wetsuit is that you're not actually triggering whatever it is I'm sure that you can find a sciencey person who can explain what's happening there but there's something about nerve endings or something right at the top of the spine uh, at the base of the head that that's the bit that you need to be triggering um, and, and, and painful and difficult and awful as it is every single time that's where you get your benefits from so is that what you get out of it is this sort of a, a kind of euphoria or is it the euphoria that I'm out of the cold water or... <laughs> It's it's a really strange one. I think there's, it, and I think it's been developing over time as well. So I think the 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 real euphoria that I get has has slightly changed, sort of somewhat. Because I don't know whether that's just because your your body's more used to it, so you don't quite get the same. I, I always feel buzzed afterwards, and I always feel in in a better, lighter mood afterwards. Um, I think there's something, particularly at this time of year. I got this far less than summer, but I think at this time of year there is something about. I just swam in 10 degrees and you know what, bring it on. You know, there is something about there being a bit of a, a superpower, if you like, or, or right. a bit of a, you know, actually I can cope with whatever the day's going to bring. And, and, and I think a sense of sort of, you know, I'm getting older and I'm, and I'm, and I'm beyond 50, but, but a sense of, well, that's still pretty cool actually. And not everybody can do that. And obviously not everybody chooses to do that, but yeah. So I think there's that sort of buzz to it as, as well. There's, yeah. there's a lot of different so things going you, on. I think. Do you think, cause I, I must admit when, you know, we're, we're doing a podcast about work and about what work is like yeah. for women over 40, what challenges there are, what the good things, what the bad things, but we're talking about cold water swimming and you're talking about, you're starting to talk about the benefits for you. I mean, I would say, why are we talking about cold water swimming when we're supposed to be talking about work? But I'm, I'm seeing a link here. Then, yeah, you know? there seems to be oh, some I link to sort of mental health and productivity. Like, is that sort of how you've experienced it? Yeah, I think so. And I think also just being aware of other communities out there. You know, there's a group called Mental Health Swims. There's various people who will take you on cold water swimming courses to help deal with, you know, anxiety and depression. And I'm no expert in that, but certainly anecdotally between me and, and girlfriends that I go with, it definitely seems to act as a, a reset. And, and I think you are in your body. You are completely and 100% in your body because you can't be anything other than in your body when your body is going, ah, it's really cold. You know what I mean? You, you, there is no space there, therefore, for anything else, which is which is very healthy to keep coming back to that. And I think there is something, I think I do have a sense of aliveness. You know, I do have a sense of of being alive and, and embracing Facing life, I know it sounds, that sounds a bit huge, doesn't it? But it, but it does sort of feel like that that, that you've that you're embracing your body's capacity and and life. I mean, I, I swam with 
with a with a friend this morning and we swim in this beautiful lake and you know there was a kingfisher that just swam across us and you're like oh my word what a what a thing to see to start the day you know to kind of have that uh, have that experience so, so yeah yeah it's so interesting what you're talking about too because I think it's sort of this whole it's all part of this whole movement of like reconnecting with nature and being within nature and being part of nature and what's so interesting is um, Selena and I were on this web seminar uh, a couple couple of weeks ago and the outdoor swimming society otherwise known as the OSS they reported they did a survey and 94% of members said they swam outdoors for joy and that they felt happier and less stressed after a dip in the water so interestingly that matches exactly Does. your you know your lived experience and i love the idea of being outside in nature although i don't love being covered in mud but you know i like the idea oh i didn't know there was mud <laughs> No. I don't get muddy. Where did mud come from? I wear it swimming. I don't get I covered in mud. I quite like mud, lake. but I definitely don't get covered in mud. That's no. why I've always no. hated swimming in Canadian lakes because they're, you know, they're very muddy and silty where I'm from. And so you just, you squelch into the bottom. And then of course you're swimming okay, in yeah. dark. You, you never know what is beneath you. But I, you know, like you, I've only, I mean, you've been swimming for over a year. I've just come to cold water swimming myself recently. And I've discovered that it's actually a communal activity for me. Yeah, it's an interesting one. So I I don't personally feel that comfortable swimming on my own at this time of year, just on the off chance that that's the day that you get a foot cramp or, you know what I mean, that something physical right. happened yeah. and, and it's cold and, you, you know. So I think it's probably highly unlikely, given how often I go now, that that would happen. But I haven't been for quite some time, whereas in summer, Oh my goodness. I mean, I just adored being there on my own. I mean, it was just, you know, particularly if there was literally nobody else there and, and you would just have this amazing lake and, and, you know, you had that experience for yourself. So I get real benefits from, from both, to be honest with you. I absolutely love meeting up with, with, with a friend or two and, and swimming with them and checking in with them as we kind of sort of splash around uh, you know go, go our way um, but then definitely at certain times of the year it was just almost spiritual a, a sense of of having that space to to what felt like myself I mean there were other people much further away but in that lake at that moment it was just me and, and that was just amazing so yeah a different benefits I think at different times of the year can I just come back to something that Caroline said earlier about always appreciate having done it and I think that I think that that's probably one of the things with the with the cold water swimming is that you're you're there is something in your brain of that that kind of does remember even though you're standing there at the beginning going I really don't like this bit there is something more and more of going no but I do I do know that I will feel better having done it so I'm not a huge exerciser but I actually almost for the first time in my life really properly got into to doing more exercise over lockdown and I and one of the things I did was was Joe Wicks and, and his sort of constant exhortations of like you will feel better for having done this you will feel better for having done this and I did do you know what I mean so I think yeah. that also helps to kind of see you through because you know your brain your sensible brain goes there is a benefit to this and you do know that well I think it's it's good to know that because being not a massive exercise person myself either like I like swimming and there's various things I do but I don't think with a lot of things that I've ever really got to the point where you fit I haven't done them enough to feel good so mm-hmm. it's and probably swimming is the only thing where I've really seen the benefits on because it's the only thing I've managed to do 
and keep doing it for a long time. That's kind of, I, I get that. that. It's good to know. And so have you, I mean, going back to the work thing, I mean, do you think, I mean, from every, one, the, the whole spiritual and seeing a Kingfisher, um, <laughs> you had me at Kingfisher, frankly, <laughs> and, and at uh, spiritual experience on my own in a lake. But are you from all of this and that I like that idea of bringing joy into your doing something joyful and sometimes it's hard to find time in life mm. our very busy crowded lives mm. to make time for that are you seeing benefits in your working life in your personal relationships or I know it's I know it's hard yeah. to judge but I mean it, I just mm. think it'd be interesting to know whether yeah. you felt a change in yourself I think so I think so yeah I mean you know like like many women my age, carer for my dad and, and, and teenage kids. And, you know, you're sort of squeezed at, at both ends. And, you know, there is something about that, that carving out that little bit of time, but also, yeah, carving out to do something kind of just a bit mad as well. That also mm. feels, you know what I mean? That also <laughs> feels quite, quite nice. And yeah. And I, and I think there's something quite fun about turning up on a sort of a morning work call kind of with my <laughs> hat on and, you know, sort of wrap, wrapped up and, and kind of buzzing with, with that. And I think it just, it keeps sort of taking you out of, you know, my, my work is very sedentary. I sit at my desk, I look at my monitor. I'm, you know, it's very hard to feel in, in my body because I'm in an appalling posture all day for hours and hours on end. And we all do it so much more now, don't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hybrid working means people are sitting for longer. You're not getting up, walking to meetings, meeting people. Definitely. Definitely. I've really noticed incidental walking has gone from my life um yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely, also, absolutely. Yeah, what's an interest, another interesting sort of COVID byproduct, which you called out, was that you can turn up at your desk with your hat on, having just come from swimming. <laughs> just that, A, you can yeah. even do that, and B, that it's totally acceptable now to turn yeah. up you yeah. know, with wet hair and whatever, and people are like, wow, what have you been doing? Yeah, yeah, it is interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is. You know, I don't feel like I've got to get home and you know, put some makeup on and, and, and make me, you know, I'm obviously, I, 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 I do try a bit, but, but actually I have apologized and, and something sort of slightly run over and then I've ended it and I, and I sort of say, I'm really sorry, I'm dressed like this, but I've just been, and, and it's, it's a nice icebreaker. And I think we're more used to seeing that human real life side of people, aren't we? Than, than we were. And yeah. it's that whole idea of bring your whole self to work which we used to say, but I think now we're sort of living it more where you are seeing people's lives outside of work. And now we know something a bit more interesting about you and we can talk about it, you know, as colleagues or whatever. And I just think that's a really great outcome. But, But then I think there's also the flip side of that, which is that making, you know, making time to go and dash something either, either going before, work or dashing off at lunchtime is actually my life isn't my work I mean I love my job I, I think amazing people schools is great I, I really you know enjoy what I do but it's not the whole of me and, and and actually if you're sitting there for for you know eight hours nine hours a day it can feel like that's my life do you know what I mean so there is something also about kind of taking yourself off and, and being in a different space and, and a different headspace and a different body physical space that actually reminds you that you are you are more than just your work uh, and yeah. that's that's important as well that's really great yeah so do you swim in a, a what kind of lake is it you know where you swim most often is it 
one that you an open lake you just rock up to yeah so this this guy who uh had these uh, fish lakes fishing lakes and um i don't think he'd mind me saying that he got slightly fed up with grumpy yorkshire fishermen and um and he really enjoys uh, cold water swimming as well and he found that the cold water swimming community was decidedly jollier and and more fun <laughs> to be around and less moany and we're just grateful the fact that we had this amazing facilities on, on our doorstep so he's now opened two lakes so one is a narrow lake which he calls the Monet Lake it's got clumps of lilies all through the middle it's about 200 meters long about 25 meters wide it's it's just beautiful and then there's another much bigger lake which I'm terrible on distances but it's about three times that in terms of, of space um, and there's three little lines on it it's a much more open much more sort of expanse of, of, of swimming if you like because you know I'm not you know, in terms of exercise, it's not massively, you know, you're not in for very long, you know, because it's freezing cold. Um, so it, it's exercise at some parts of the year where you're doing a bit more, but then it's more of the, it's more of the mental exercise than it is of the physical, you know, there's a, do you see what I mean? It's, it is good for you because you're, you know, you're, you're really sort of changing your body's temperature and, and there's lots of those benefits, but um, it's not exercise like like you will do far more swimming than I do if you see what I mean yeah 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 yeah. it's a whole different thing so do you is it an environment where you pay to go is does he is that so I yeah so I pay and yeah for me it it there isn't anywhere the ooze isn't particularly clean in York and it's not that easy and accessibility into it isn't that easy there is a place that we went to in the summer in in the wharf at Boston Spa which was a beautiful swimming spot really really lovely a friend did however get quite sick by swallowing some of the water and they'd had some effluents that had come down and that really slightly sort of freaked me out and also you've got to be a little bit more aware of of flows of the river and you know uh, yeah exactly all of that so it's kind of you know swings and roundabouts I mean we had some visitors from Sheffield and, and they'd come up to to, uh, to the lake where I swim uh, and they trespass effectively into one of the reservoirs and, and so they have that thing that it's free but there's always a slight anxiety about are they going to get kicked off the land and yeah it's not an easy one and it's interesting the sort of awareness that I have of the issues of round accessibility or to our lakes and rivers having got into it um, and I think you know there is there is a real conversation to be had and I think it's probably a little bit more of a nuanced conversation than a lot of people have in terms of in terms of liability in terms of insurance in terms of you know just uh, all all of that aspect really well yeah I've seen this in my local community because in a what was a a, a sort of manor house and country estate which became a golf course and there was a lake there originally uh, which was drained and the park have had some heritage funding to re-establish the lake and they've created a wild swimming environment well we say wild outdoor um, outdoor outdoor oh, yeah swimming, yeah, 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 yeah. swimming isn't it yeah. really yeah 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 um, and um but it's quite there's been a bit of controversy really flutterings on the social media from residents it's i mean it's all uh fenced off you have to pay you have to wear a Mm. big float okay um it's open at certain times yeah um you know it it's a tricky one really because it's about safety but then there's also a question about freedom and access and how does that feel so but then if you were going to go for a you know a swim in this way I'm not sure where else I'm and I live in South London where else you would go 
to get mm. that same experience. So I think the the liability issue is is it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, I think it's really difficult. And I, th I think, you know, I've read on a lot of forums of people getting very, very upset and, and you know, cross with, with the water companies, for example, you know, stopping you swimming. But when there are fatalities, you know, they're the ones who are taken to court for, for, for the fatality. So you have to have some national system. You have to really have the government take responsibility of at least taking the liability to be saying, look, if you put the signage up, if you say swimming at your own risk or no swimming or whatever, and people do, then you are not liable because otherwise, I just think they're in an impossible situation really of trying to sort of balance, you know, their views. And, you know, they're the ones who will be called upon to somebody out and people you know there have been accidents and there have been fatalities and you know even on organized you know open water swimming things 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 can happen and um yeah it's 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 a super tricky balance uh for I'm sure by my kids having an accident in that kind of because you that's the thing you hear about isn't it that um teenagers but, but I, jumping absolutely. into cold water yeah um, yeah and but I think they're so badly educated, aren't they? They're yeah, so badly educated. So Mike opened the, the big lake up in the summer and there was, you know, a lot of people taking their kids down. And, you know, we were having, you know, sensible conversations about this is the fun element. This is this was what we used to call swimming. You know, this, this is what you do. But of course, the school at literally exactly the same time had assembly after assembly after assembly of do not ever swim in a lake, do not ever swim in a river. You know, and it's kind of like, well, is it a do not or is it? let's teach you how to do this safely and let's not leap off great things unless you know the depth and let's check out the temperature and do you know what I mean that's how yeah, I was taught yeah. I didn't I didn't know I was being taught to do it but effectively that's what I was being taught right. when I was swimming in those those rivers in the Lake District was you don't jump into black water without knowing what rocks are there the and, and what's there and you don't go drinking or you know or, or take something and and then go and that's that's not the cleverest that's not the smartest yeah. thing to do but it doesn't mean never ever ever you know it, that's crazy I mean that doesn't that doesn't yeah. help anybody it's interesting because it's yeah it's like we've got a heightened sense of risk but instead you're right the you know the solution to that is education I know that you take your teenagers you know swimming is that part of your thought process is to is to teach them how to swim in the outdoors safely yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, you know, my son's 15. There's not a lot you can teach him about anything, really. But, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of those. I can edit that bit out if you like. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that was I think that was a part of it. And you know, we had a really hot summer, didn't we? I mean, it was yeah, it was it was great. What what's actually really interesting is that my daughter and and my friend's daughter have actually continued it through. So they do wear wetsuits, uh, which I think they, which I think they should at their age. But they actually have enjoyed continuing it on, and and that's really interesting. That you know, yeah, my son was very quickly a very fair weather swimmer, and <laughs> and actually it was the girls who were sort of like, no, I'd like to come again. I'd like to come again. You know, so it's an inter I don't know what that is about, but it's interesting that they that that was yeah that that's yeah. been their take, and so they're still swimming a little bit, and you know not very much, and they're sort of barely in, and they're they're out, but they're enjoying that buzz of doing. We've had a couple of moonlight swims as well, full moon swims, and that's a really special experience. I don't know if you've done any of those, Eve, no. but they're yeah, it's quite it's quite wonderful. Yeah, if you, you you know you get them well. The, you know, there was a fire and there was a lot of people with floats. I knew the lake very well. We was we, we were more dipping and sort of bobbing around, really. It was, you know, you're more yeah. just sort of there, there in the water. 
chapter, but I mean, really magical and, and just, yeah, yeah, really lovely. And actually quite a, quite a lot of people. So that really did feel like a community. And, and also interesting, I hadn't realized one of the moons was called a worm moon in, in springtime and, and, Another was a, was it a pink moon or a blood moon? But there was these different, I didn't know that there was these different names of moons. And, and again, it was just that mindfulness, I suppose, that awareness of changing of seasons and, and re- noticing that, that there was going to be a full moon that night was, was just lovely. Yeah, yeah re- really great. special. I think working at home as well more, we're just taking more in about our local environment, making yeah. the most of it, yes. whereas we might have yeah. gone to places to do things. I think it really, in that sort of turning inward that we had to do when everyone was at home, I mean, I really felt that in my local environment, that people were rediscovering local bits of woodland or parks mm-hmm. or just bits and pieces that you could do. And they were they were getting a, a, a life, you know, a new community, really. Yeah. And engaging in, you know, engaging in their environment. I was, you've reminded me, I worked with a guy who, um, you know, he lived on his own. And he said that he made a point through all the lockdowns of every day taking a walk and noticing the details of the world around him. So just the leaves that had changed or that there were new leaves on the hedge just outside his house or that he noticed a bird that had made a nest or just all these little details. And it's really interesting, like the swimming as, as well sort of feels like you're getting really involved in your environment in a way that we haven't been involved for such a long time. And, you know, being able to access it is super important and to be able to have the means and the, you know, to have that nature around you is really, really important if you can, you know, if you can access it. Yeah, I think so. I I read something earlier on in the year, it must have been something in one of the the weekend papers and about sort of, you know, making the most out of the year. And one of the ideas, was to follow the Japanese. Have you heard of the Japanese micro seasons? The seven they have seventy-two micro seasons. No, no. And I was just fascinated with this idea. Yeah. So it was. uh, So they're about six days long. And uh, anyway, I sort of just looked up seventy-two micro Japanese micro seasons, and of course, there's an app. And it's absolutely lovely. So you get this ping every seven days. And what's remarkable is that there's a there's a phenomenal parallel between Japan and, and the UK. It's actually not that far away in terms of the, the climate, in terms of the seasonal change. Okay. But it's just lovely that, that you sort of get these different things of, uh, the, the first frost or, or this flower or, or, or this weather or, or this is happening and uh, and it's remarkably similar um to what uh, to what we have and again it's just following on from what you were saying Eva it's just that increased awareness and alertness I suppose of these small 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 changes that you that you get to see and, and you're just a little bit more alert to but yeah that that's been really fun actually this year I've, I've really enjoyed just that really you know not just the big seasonal changes but those really tiny tiny differences. Now just asking for a friend yes the benefits of cold water swimming could yes. a person not known obviously between the three of us get the same health benefits by filling her her bath with cold water and dunking herself once a week oh my god i can't think of anything worse i can't think of anything worse i even struggle with cold showers i mean possibly you'd have to but you you clearly i mean maybe physiologically you get some benefits i mean 
mean, Michael Mosley thing, did a thing, didn't he, on, on cold showers. So clearly there is some benefit. Wim Hof always talks about cold showers. So there, clearly there is some benefit to a cold shower, but it, it surely can't compare to going to the sea or going to a lake or a river and, and have it. I mean, because it's the whole nature thing, it, isn't, isn't it? it? Because I have yeah. read, you know, studies where they've got people, particularly people recovering, you know, helping them with their mental health to try and get people to have a cold shower every morning. Yes, it's supposed yes, to be very good yes, for you. Yes, um, yes. But I must admit, I find the idea horrific. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. whereas, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's something, what we're talking about with cold water swimming, it's just more of an overall experience. It's not just about the cold water, is it? It's the whole no. experience. It's the it's the courage it takes. It's the feeling of elation afterwards, The you know, that closeness with nature. And, yeah. and obviously the community aspect. Yes, absolutely, well. yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And, and a predominantly female community. I do think that that's just fascinating. I mean, it's so heavily dominated, not only by women, but women of a certain age. I mean, it's absolutely extraordinary. Why is Well, have a think about that. I'm just going to give you some stats while you think I about that. I love a stat. So oh, here's a good stat. A stat. The <laughs> average age range of women who swim in the open is between 47.7 and 49.8. So it's quite is. specific. I know. Wow. I know. <laughs> um, and the average age of men who swim in the open, interestingly, is 49.6 and 53.2. So slightly older men. Mm, and it, Very but, slightly. But very much in that middle age. So, yes, what is it about being middle-aged that we, is attracting us to open water swimming? Do we just... Have we gone feral? <laughs> We're returning to the sea and the lakes. <laughs> what do you think, Selena? Well, I do think I'm surprised at that narrowness of the age band for women um, because I do think that the menopause plays a part in it. I do think that you have a lot of women experiencing a lot of heat uh, <laughs> at times. And, you know, there is the benefit to be going, you know what, actually dunking myself in a cold lake actually feels quite a, a, quite a refreshing thing to do obviously your body changes as well and and fat kind of gathers in different places and you know there is there is that aspect as well I'm not sure at all that I would have been interested in in my 20s and even 30s in 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 doing that you have a different relationship with your with your uh, with your body but it's it to me that the fascinating thing is is not just the age but also I mean I think you're talking like nine to one I mean it's just it's so female dominated and and I don't know whether it's I think it's also really interesting because it's not it's not a obviously some people do 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 competitive cold water swimming and and they do triathlons and all of that and I'm I'm not talking about them male and female I'm not talking about them but the the social swimmers if you like that, that that I'm a part of there's no uh, there's no competitiveness you know what I mean there's no there's no sort of sense it's a very supportive environment I found there's no thing about how long you're in for or you know we're all we're all kicking ass by getting in there you know we're all doing it and whether yeah. we're in whether we're in a wetsuit whether we're in you know a swimming costume whether whether we whether we've got a, a neoprene swimming costume that's a little bit warmer you know it, it doesn't matter um it really doesn't matter and 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 there is just an openness and, and a welcomingness I think there's no target in a sense either you know a lot of a lot of men who exercise that I know they there's there's either a ball involved or, or there's a there's a there's a distance or a target or you know or there's something yeah. and we're not kind of doing that you know we're just sort of swimming around a bit and, and having a lovely chat and enjoying the moment so I don't know whether as I say I, I'm not 
clearly there are women also involved in, in competitive outdoor open water swimming uh, lessons but just within the social community it's it's fascinating i think the huge i mean huge differential between men and women involved in it yeah maybe the social aspect is the key I mean, yeah, maybe, that, maybe, that, yeah. You know, I hate, I hate to talk in stereotypes, but it, you know, women get a lot from that social aspect, that community. Um, whereas, you know, in terms of activities, where I see men, in again, I'm generalising, but I see them, you know, cycling long distances on their own. I see them working out at the gym. I see them thrashing up and down the swimming pool maybe maybe this just appeals to women more what we get from it is a different mm. experience mm. what they would maybe men should be doing it maybe they you know they mm. should be having little communities of doing that yeah it's interesting what you're saying selena as well like i think i wonder if there's something about being middle-aged and a sort of a loss of inhibition and yeah self-censoring you know i look silly in a bathing suit or um i don't want to be seen yeah. and there's a point of like who cares i'm, I'm doing this for me now and i you yeah. know and i, yeah, I want yeah. to join this supportive group and it's really interesting to me that you know what I don't do anywhere near as much as you have you have but what little cold water swimming I've done at the the local Lido here in Cambridge is my experience is the same everybody's like being cheering each other on not like too much but just like when you pass each other on the way to the changing room they're like good for you oh go on get in the water you're gonna really enjoy it and there's no yeah. pressure to stay in the water for a particular period of time no, like you said no, it's just no, getting in no. is is the battle yeah. itself and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It, is, it is very supportive so i wonder if there's something about being middle-aged where you know we, there's no competitiveness left you know we don't really care about those kinds of goals anymore it's these little triumphs that we're celebrating. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> Getting yeah. in, not, not yes. drowning or dying from the cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that feels like such an amazing win. I, you know, no matter how many times you do it, that just feels like such an amazing, you know, win to be able to do that, to have kind of braved that and, and done it. And yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think that yeah, I, certainly I feel far less bothered about as you say about the inhibitions or also about you know making something of it I've really resisted sort of you know charity things to sort of do so many swims in in this length of time for charity and I'm kind of going I give charity, charity but actually this is my thing and I don't want to make it a, a thing that I have to do do you know what I mean? It changes yeah, it somehow. Exactly. It completely changes it. And it's not taking away from anybody who wants to do that. But this aspect of my life, I'm really happy at being goalless and targetless and just, well, I just do I it. There's um, a lot in that, though, isn't yeah. there? Because I must say, you know, our life at our age, you know, 40 plus is, it's complicated, isn't it? There are so many goal orientated tasks around us at work with our family yeah. you know edging yeah. our children through different stages negotiating with schools and work colleagues and you know relationships and everything else in life I mean it can feel sort of relentless <laughs> so yeah. I don't I don't mean to, I don't mean depressing I just mean there's a lot yeah. going on you're juggling yeah. a lot yeah, we've yeah. got family to you know extended family to support as well and I think there's a great freedom in doing something, which the the goal is just to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, I think yeah. what's really interesting about what you've both said is that you're doing it an activity for itself. And there's actually very few things in our lives that I think, you know, in a lot for a long period of my time of my life that I have done for itself. 
and mm. most things have a purpose of some kind. Yeah. And and I really like what you're saying, Selena, about it it just being targetless, and yeah. then the joy comes from that. I mm. think that's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, def- definitely, definitely how it feels. Before we go any further, I really need some fashion tips for outdoor swimming. Mm. Oh yeah, the hat's important. The hat's your key. Right. Get yourself a good hat. Good, 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 good. Warm hat. Bobble okay. optional, but. I yeah, good, good one, woolly hat. Under- Not at this time of year. No, it really hurts. Know. It really hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't do it. It really hurts. Some people do, but no, that's not. For- no, I'm doing really, honestly, it's, I'm really sort of, you know, head out of the water, bad style, breaststroke, poddling about. Yeah. So what yeah. about shoes? Yeah. I mean, would you, do you wear so shoes? I've got, I do wear some neoprene socks and I have to say it was a game changer. I mean, it was absolutely, so I've got thick, I think they're, five if not seven millimeter uh, neoprene or gets a little bit technical but yeah I mean they are amazing cool or to the knee I just want to know for fashion ankle advice. yeah no ankle I'm afraid it's okay. there's it's not a lot of fashion going on I have to okay. admit mm. but yeah ankle neoprene socks I would say are brilliant and so, socks and gloves for me at this time of year I mean there is a lady we swim with who's a little bit older than I am and the, certainly the last time I saw her she wasn't doing either of those which I was just completely amazed at but I, I find my extremities really hurt and for me it's that balance between yeah. you know how much you want to do this and, and how much Ooh, it hurts yeah. I mean, if so you, yeah if you said you were in a full full wetsuit I wouldn't you know I would have assumed that that's what people were swimming in at this time of year I mean I find it amazing that you're swimming in a swimming costume yeah, well, a lot of people do. I mean, it, and it does really vary. You know, I've got a friend who's still in a wetsuit, so she, she she will come out of the wetsuit. She may not. It's absolutely fine. But people choose different, you know, choose what works for them. As I say, I think for a lot of us, it was the pain of getting out of it overweighed the the benefits we were getting from it. So I think that was why really so many of us ditched it. And, and I think there is this sense of the, the cold water on your skin I, I don't think that can be replicated if you've got the wetsuit on I think there is a slightly different zing I've bought myself a shorty wetsuit but a size too big so that it's okay. easier to get in and out of it's not it's not a cold water swim one so it is slightly thicker it's um I think it's three millimeters and two millimeters okay. I think yeah um, yeah which has actually been really good because it does let the cold water in and so I am slightly insulated, but slightly not insulated. And actually yes, it's a lot easier yes. to get out of because it's too yes. big anyways. And yeah, I can swim yeah, yeah. better too because I have better movement. But it's also yeah. not so thin like those other ones that I feel really, really cold. So that's yeah. what I'm experimenting with right now. The other thing that a lot of us did was was wear the wetsuit, go for a swim, come out, take the wetsuit off and then double dip and, and go back in again. And and as a way of kind of getting used to just being in, your body's in a slightly different state because it's already had the shock of the, the water sort of through the wetsuit and then you've double dipped. I know there was a girlfriend who, who went down when I about, about a year ago now and um, she'd, uh, her husband had bought her a very, very fancy wetsuit that was almost a dry suit I mean it was just super super you know wonderful um so we did our swim and then I uh, double dipped and she said you know what there there was I I kind of you know was sort of really elated and and really sort of you know wow this is amazing and uh, and she said that my suit's too good you know my suit Uh is too good because actually I didn't get that buzz and that elation because it it, it, I was too warm you know what I mean I I was too sort of snug in it so it definitely depends on on your reasons for going and yeah to know 
So what advice yeah. then would you give to someone who is thinking about taking up outdoor swimming and cold water swimming in particular? Well, I think I think definitely there is lots of groups around. So if you don't know anyone else who's doing it, then 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 there are other groups around. I'm definitely not intrepid enough if I was on my own to just be wandering off to go and find somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I'd need someone yeah. to be telling me this is where we swim. But if you looked on Facebook or, or somewhere, I don't think you struggle these days to find a group to find a place to sort of say I live in South London I'm kind of interested in trying it what's around and suddenly you'd be going well actually we go here we go there you know there would be these sort of places around you on that webinar there was those mental health swimmers wasn't there and there's all sorts of groups these Sheffield supers I think they're called they've got a whole thing going on there's various ones in in Yorkshire open water swimmers apologies guys I, I don't know quite what the name of the group is but basically if you look up Yorkshire cold water swimmers open water swimmers you'll find you know you'll find different people in in different groups and I, I think I'd be finding somewhere safe that you feel comfortable because certainly for my for for an entry level into it you know you might as well pay your, your money you know it's it's going to be four five six yeah. it's going to be not a huge amount it's going to be what, what you would be paying to go into a leisure center um, and at least then you know like at Allathorpe for example there was a lifeguard you know you, you've got that that bit you don't have to be worrying about yeah. um, so I think I would be I would be doing that and then the other big tip I think is don't hesitate to be in you know when I first started at the beginning of the year just in the swimming costume I was in for 30 seconds you know and then for a minute and you know what I mean and it but it was really quick and then you know my tolerance did build up uh, reasonably quickly but I don't think there's any shame in going for really quite small periods like if you were going to go well when you go Caroline um, and... <laughs> this is what this whole episode's about isn't it getting Caroline in cold water you know think about the benefits to productivity mental health <laughs> do you know I did read an article a few years ago about uh, a young woman who was had had some mental health problems and was taking medication and started going cold water swimming every week Mm. and said that that was a total game changer yeah for her. there are Weaned, studies absolute, going on Weaned, yeah. Yeah. you know are, did the gradual are. really supported her and gradually re- she was at, kind of yeah. out of the crisis period and yeah. decided that she wanted to stop taking the antidepressants and gradually reduced it and increased the outdoor swimming and yeah. and said it it would it totally worked for her i mean everyone's different yeah. but yep. i think yeah, there's more yeah. and more of those studies aren't there that yeah. it, it can really support you yeah there's a guy called dr mark harper who's at brighton and sussex medical school who we heard talking on a webinar about how he's doing much more robust studies and has found this effect and so mm. you know the, the more mm. they study it the more it may mm. even become a, mm. a therapeutic a therapeutic tool for many mm. of these people which is yeah. really exciting that would be amazing yeah. Yeah, which means more access. I think that's the key thing, isn't it? Yes. Is opening up more spaces and making it, you know, ma- yeah. making it more, making it your accessible. Just one final thing, just on your your question about what you would advise. So I think I'd find a safe place. But then the other thing that we we did was, when, as you're going in, is just to get the cold water on the top of your arms, and that can really make quite a difference to just be slightly adjusting that uh, thing. But you know, not I'm not one of these people who gracefully go in. There's a every time <laughs> as, you, as you go in, that, that doesn't go away find other people who do this and yeah. know how to do it do it learn the safety learn how to do it safely yeah uh, never go alone uh, if yeah. it's cold and yeah. get the right equipment 
and yeah. there's no wrong uh, way equipment. to do it. There's no wrong way, hat. yeah. Yes, bubble yeah. hat. Yes. Yeah. Bubble hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a hot water bottle afterwards, actually, to tuck under your jumper, that can make Ooh, a huge yeah. difference get as well. Fast, yeah. Right? yeah, and get warm fast. So that's the other, that is a massive, massive thing, actually, almost to the point of not drying yourself that way. It's, it's more important just to get the layers back on uh, particularly at this time of year then that's really uh, then that's really key that's great thank um, you yeah so much. for sure and don't don't rush the timing that you're in you know what I mean it's not a competition just if, you, if you're cold you know do it for a minute and, and you will find that you'll get the length will get longer um, as you get in but what, one of the things that happens sorry just to finish is that you can get slightly euphoric so we were swimming this morning was really cold and we swam sort of part and I was cold sort of we, we were sort of doing half of the, the lake and I was cold for the first half and thinking gosh I hadn't been for a week and it sort of felt cold and then on the way back I my body warmed up I felt fine but of course your body is still cold you know there is a danger almost that you go no I feel great it's fine let's let's go and do the other half <laughs> and actually that that's the moment to be going no let, let's not actually you know at this time of year you need to be sensible about it for right. sure um, so last bit of yeah. advice is know your limits yeah exactly that's great well thank you so much for talking to us today Selena this has been such a great conversation we really appreciate it I can honestly really say that I'm inspired and I, and I started the conversation. Inching, inching towards. I'm quite, you know, like I say, I don't like the cold water, but yeah, no, I, you know. You'll give it a go, maybe. Uh, well, who knows? Next if, time you come visit. If I do, if I do, you two will be the first to know. Yes. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Thank lot. you so much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let us know about it. We also want to hear what you've been up to since turning 40. Get in touch on our website, rightsideof40pod.com. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter at RightSide40 or Instagram at RightSideOf40Pod. All content is arranged by Eve and Caroline. And a big thank you to Terry and V. Neal for writing, performing and mixing the original music.